We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football needs a new alpha at cornerback, and the search for that new alpha starts in spring football. We're previewing the cornerback room on this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. What's going on, Oregon fans? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres. Excited to have you guys along as always as we continue talking about Oregon football here on the Ducks Dish Podcast, rolling right along with our spring position preview series that we've been rolling with of late. Just wrapped up the offensive side of the ball earlier today, talking about the offensive line led by new Oregon offensive line coach, Alik Terry, who returns to Eugene after spending the 2022 season in the NFL ranks. So go ahead and give that a listen. Go give that a watch if you haven't done so already. But we're now starting our defensive position previews, talking about the cornerbacks, which is a huge position of need right now for Oregon because... The biggest talk, you know, in the past month or so, obviously, has been Christian Gonzalez heading to the NFL. Dude tested off the charts at the combine and pretty much locked himself into that first round uh, of the NFL draft. Might be the first cornerback off the board. Could go in the top ten. I think I've seen him at mock drafts and in mock drafts at number six, number seven, even. So a couple different landing spots for Christian Gonzalez in the various mock drafts, but he is the dude for Oregon in this upcoming draft, and he was the dude on the Oregon defense last year. He was by far and away the most talented, by far and away the most consistent, uh, and you could also make the uh, argument that he was the most athletic guy. You know, at, at six foot two in that neighborhood of two hundred pounds, I think he might be more than two hundred pounds, but he's tall lengthy, super twitchy, athletic, great ball skills, really high football IQ, has a great feel for the game. You know, things like that really made him a special guy. So he was immensely valuable to Oregon's defense and Demetrius Martin, who he followed to Oregon from Colorado in the 2022 season. But now he's probably the biggest lost from the biggest loss from a season ago because he was a lockdown guy. He was a lockdown cornerback. Dan Lanning and the rest of the defensive staff could, you know, trot him out there and say, go lock down that side of the field. That's your job. And then the rest of the room was kind of tasked with, you know, filling in the gaps and trying to match that level of play. And I think if we're just being brutally honest, that's not something that they were able to do. 
And I think that the cornerback room gets a lot of criticism, some of which is warranted, but we can't talk about their deficiencies and and how they didn't really match up to expectations without talking about the lack of a consistent pass rush, because those things, as we know, so often work in tandem and you're not going to have good pass coverage if the quarterback has all day to throw and he's not getting any pressure uh, from that defensive line, that defensive front. A quick side note, guys, I forgot to say this at the top of the episode, um, but it's a rainy day here in Long Beach and uh, I swear my window is closed, but there's some pretty, pretty not great windows. So if you hear the rain trickling down, uh, I apologize for that. I'm doing the best I can to try to ensure some, some good audio. Um, and hopefully you're not hearing too much of the rain, but, uh, in case you hear that I'm aware of it. Uh, I apologize that it's, it's in there, but I want to keep doing my thing and, and keep trying to bring you guys some, some quality stuff. So back to the cornerback room at Oregon, it's, it's a major need with Christian Gonzalez heading to the NFL and, it's been a need at Oregon for a while. I don't think that you've really felt super confident about the cornerback play since maybe the 2019 season. That was back when the Ducks at the time had, still had DeAndre Lenore. That was Michael Wright's first year. Uh, Thomas Graham, he was in the, at that cornerback spot as well for Oregon. So, <clears throat> so you still had some some solid dudes that, you know, really did well at Oregon. And and I think that they were viewed as one of the better cornerback tandems or trios, depending on how you want to look at it in the PAC 12. I talked about Mikhail Wright. He was a stud as a freshman, but I honestly feel like he regressed each year he was at Oregon, which was, um, you know, uh, an unfortunate development for the defense, but he's not on the team anymore. So we don't need to talk about him necessarily. We're going to be talking about the guys that are at Oregon. So I'm going to talk about uh, the returners in the room that were there last season. Uh, I'm going to talk about some of the new additions, whether it be from the transfer portal or from the high school ranks, uh, because there are uh, a number of guys that enrolled early at cornerback for the Ducks, and they're going to be going through their first spring football. And I think that um, just given the, the position and, the level of play they're going to be in the mix for, you know, some, some pretty important snaps, or at least I think the potential is there for some of these freshmen to compete and be big pieces of the offense of the defense, excuse me, be big pieces of the defense in 2023. And I think that it's twofold with that. I think the first part is Oregon's cornerbacks haven't been that great. That's so there's just obviously a need there. And then the second part is, these are some dudes. These are some guys coming in at cornerback. There's a reason Demetrius Martin was named the Pac-12 recruiter of the year by 247 Sports. Uh, there's a reason that Oregon continues to dominate the recruiting trail in Southern California, and it's because of the heavy hitters that they have on this staff, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. We're talking about corners. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, to hop right into it. Um, the first guy that we're going to talk about is Triquez Bridges because he's the most experienced defensive back, the most experienced player really, uh, coming back for Oregon in that cornerback room. And I think that it's, it's been kind of hard to get a read on Triquez Bridges because I think he's, he's had some flashes of, of playing some good football. Um, 
but there's also been some times where I'm kind of just scratching my head and asking myself, how comfortable is he truly at cornerback? Because he moved down from his natural position of safety. He was a record-setting, record-tying safety at, coming out of high school in Alabama at Lynette. But um, the Ducks were a little bit pressed for depth before that 2021 season. So he ultimately slid down to help out at corner. And now he has two seasons under his belt at corner. And he's in the spot to be, you know, one of the lead cornerbacks for Oregon. Um, so I'm, I'm not trying to take shots at him. I'm just trying to think critically um, and, you know, give, give you guys some of my insight. Uh, I think that his play has left a little bit to be desired. Um, and he would probably admit that as well. Um, but there is definitely some upside with him as a, you know, a, a bigger corner around six, three in that neighborhood, uh, someone that you would hope can be, you know, your physically imposing cornerback, which is definitely something that, uh, Christian Gonzalez did last year for Oregon. But this is a big year for Triquiz Bridges because it's another opportunity for him to show that he belongs at that position. Uh, all right, I think we're back. I really don't know why that happened. Apologies. I think we are all set now with uh, the audio uh, and the video. So I'll just go back and uh, and edit that um, so it's not as choppy. But let, let's go ahead and pick back up on what we were talking about with TriQuest Bridges. I think that this is definitely a prove-it year for him, seeing that he's a seasoned defensive back. He's been at Oregon for quite a while. And this is an opportunity for him to show that he can be a difference maker at cornerback because that need is there. But um, there's a number of guys on this roster that are going to be competing for that spot as a, a top to be that next top cornerback at Oregon. The next guy that I want to talk about is Dante Manning. Dante Manning is uh, is another really talented guy. He's entering his fourth season at Oregon after signing with the Ducks in 2020. And he's someone that I think you probably expected more out of. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't want this to come off like I'm just, you know, criticizing the cornerback group heavily, but Oregon has started to recruit cornerback at a higher level. And I don't think that the level of play on the field has matched that which is um which is tough, you know, for Oregon's defense, but they are going to finally have some continuity whether it's position coach with Demetrius Martin or the scheme between Dan Lanning and Tosh Lapoy who are both still on the staff obviously. But Dante Manning is just to give you like a a little bit of a feel of where this guy's coming from, he's a he is the number 14 all-time commit for Oregon in program history according to the 247 sports rankings. And he's the top cornerback signee in program history. So now is the you you know you can come to Oregon and any school and it's like stars don't matter. You got to show up. You got to compete. You got to put it together. And I think that kind of like we were talking about with TriQuest Bridges, it seems like it's a little bit of a prove it year for Dante Manning um, with all of the you know acclaim that he came to college with. He was kind of hurt off and on in 2020 and 2021. Um, but he was healthy for a majority of last year. So maybe that's a way that he can kind of take some of that momentum from last year and try to transition it, apply it to 2023. I think that he did have some flashes as did bridges. I want to say the Arizona game was one that, um, that kind of caught my eye, but, uh, he's someone that is like, I think a lot of people view as one of the most athletic, one of the most, 
twitchy guys in that room. I was looking a little bit at his evaluation coming out of high school, and he had a hundred time of around ten six seven, which uh, is obviously a good time. I think anytime you're looking at like sub eleven, you're looking at some pretty top end speed. So he's got all the tools, but now the question is, can he ultimately put it together and take that next step in his development? Because Oregon really needs him, and I think that he's a top candidate to break out on this defense in 2023. The next guy we're going to be looking at is um, Jaleel Florence. Jaleel Florence is uh, another dude that I think there's a lot of reason to be really excited about in 2023 because he came to Oregon his, his path to Oregon was kind of interesting because he committed early in the process. He, um, or he didn't commit early, excuse me. He committed to Oregon and then Crystal Ball left and he backed off his commitment, was down to Oregon and SC. We all know the story about Dan Lanning giving him a phone call after winning a national championship. And that was, uh, you know, really big. That really resonated with Jaleel saying, you know, this guy just won a natty. And then he wanted to call me and, and make sure that I was, you know, on board more or less. So, he played the most out of any defensive back in that 2022 recruiting class. And he, he looked pretty good. You know, there were times where, you know, the, the game looked a little bit fast for him. I remember in the spring game, Dante Thornton had a touchdown and, and Jaleel just kind of got torched, but he has a lot of speed. He's got good length for, for a corner and he played a, a lot of football and burned his red shirt last year. So I think that there's good reason to think that he's going to be more comfortable, going to be more settled in. Uh, after having the 2022 season under his belt, got a pick, his first college interception in that Arizona game that I mentioned just a few moments ago. So Jaleel Florence is is a talented defensive back and obviously someone that the staff feels pretty confident about to be able to put him out there as much as they did last year. So he enters a, a year with a, a bunch of confidence, I think. I think that that room is is relatively open in terms of competition. You know, they, they signed a whole bunch of high school defensive backs. Not all of them are going to be there in spring football, but Jaleel Florence probably looks at this as an opportunity. You know, Gonzo's gone. I think this whole room should look at this as an opportunity. You know, Gonzo's gone. They need someone else to step up. And and I think that um, maybe because he hasn't been there that long, there is a little bit of reason to think that Jaleel Florence could be that guy because just because you've been there for a while doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're going to, you're going to do a lot in, in the next year. You know, I think that veteran is, is such an interesting term to talk about. And Jaleel Florence is not a veteran, but I feel like in my like evolution, I guess, of understanding or talking about sports now, I always thought veteran was like such a high compliment, but then I kind of, you know, grew up a little bit more and I realized it kind of just means that you're experienced and you've been around for a while. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're some top end, you know, elite player at your sport in your position. So I'm excited about Jaleel Florence because of what he brings to the field with that speed, with that length. Um, he obviously has a lot of playmaking ability to his game. And we got to see a little bit of that on display in his, uh, his true freshman year. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And then now we got to talk about the transfer portal because the Ducks were a little bit active in the transfer portal looking for corners. They brought in Kyrie Jackson from Alabama, who definitely fits more of that, you know, prototypical cornerback that Lanning wants in his defenses listed at 6'3", 198 pounds, only played, according to ESPN, in four games at Alabama in, in 2022. So maybe he needs to knock off a little bit of rust, but let's put it this way. After looking at the guys that Oregon has coming back from last year, if those guys can all kind of take a good step forward and be solid contributors, and then you bring in Kyrie Jackson, and if he can be even half of what Gonzo was, I mean, Gonzo was like the perfect transfer that you could have asked for. Came to Oregon, one and done, had a huge impact, reunited with his college coach. There was that consistency. So like all of those factors were setting up for success. And now Kyrie Jackson comes to Oregon. And I, I don't think that there's that you should think or expect him to be the next Christian Gonzalez, but he could definitely be a solid guy. And Oregon needs to kind of take some chances and, and bring some guys in that they think can can stir up the competition at that room because the combination that they've had these past couple of years just frankly hasn't been where it needs to be. So cornerback is a room full of talent, but not necessarily full of production. And then you have a lot of young guys coming in that are kind of that new wave, um, that youth wave um, that can try to take this position to the next level. So Kyrie Jackson looks promising. Uh, I think it's kind of a similar deal between him and Treshawn Holden as far as, you know, Alabama transfers, but let's see what you do once you get here. Let's see what you can do on the field. You know, can you put it all together? Can you be a mainstay in the depth chart? Can you be a constant and consistent contributor for this team uh, on your side of the ball? So I'm excited. The potential is there for Kyrie Jackson. uh, And he brings some veteran experience that I think the cornerback room could use. And I expect him to be involved in 2023 for sure. 
Welcome back to the Ducks Dish Podcast. We're rolling right along with our cornerback spring position preview. Had a little bit of technical issues earlier, but we roll on. We pers- we persist. Uh, we persevere. Um, I'm just joking, but uh, you know the show must go on. Appreciate you guys sticking in, to, uh, hanging in there with me. Um, before we get back into the show, do me a quick favor if you haven't already. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button if you're here on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Taurus. And go ahead and shoot me a comment. Let me know how you're feeling about the Oregon Corners or just how you're feeling about Oregon football, Oregon recruiting as we head into spring. You know, I love uh, I love engaging and interacting with you guys on the comments, and I want to hear what you have to say. So back to the corners, there's actually two, three more returners that I need to talk about. I talked about Jaleel Florence earlier. Jaleel Tucker is another guy that's coming back. They were teammates at the high school level. They both had a ton of speed. I know that Jaleel Tucker didn't get to Oregon as soon as Jaleel Florence did, which might be part of the reason that Florence saw the field early because Jaleel Tucker wanted to finish out his uh, last high school track season at Lincoln in San Diego. But um, he didn't... um, he didn't really see the field a whole lot as a true freshman. So he got to maintain that red shirt and he was a high caliber recruit, Adidas all American quality dude. Um, and I think that he's a guy that you could try to get in the mix more as a, as a red shirt freshman in, in 2023. And now he's going to have a full off season under his belt, probably more comfortable with the college game. You kind of know that, that, you know, typical spiel, so maybe we see him take a step forward, but there's two other guys that have been at Oregon even longer, Avante Dickerson and Darren Barkins, that I'm kind of going to lump in together because we really don't know a whole lot about them other than that Darren Barkins has some some really solid speed. I know that he was a pretty thin guy. Uh, Avante Dickerson was an All-American coming out of Nebraska in, in, in the, the high school rankings, but neither one of them has really done a whole lot since they were at Oregon. I kind of thought that they that they uh, might be transfer candidates. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't transfer. Um, but all that said, I'm hoping that they can take a step forward in uh, 2023 and, and try to carve out a, a little bit more of a role uh, because neither of them have seen a whole lot of action aside from, you know, the Alamo bowl at the end of the 2021 season. Uh, we saw Avante Dickerson get some, get some reps in that game. Um, Cause you know, but you know, it was a little bit of a weird game because crystal ball was gone uh, McClendon was coaching and then he left to follow Mario and then he left Miami to go to Georgia. So it was just kind of a mess that Elmo bowl. You can't really take a whole lot from it, but like, that's the kind of game that they got some of their experience in, but we're going to kind of wind down a little bit by talking about the new arrivals because there's three of them as we head into spring practice. The first one is Cole Martin who enrolled early in January the All-American corner out of Basha High School in Chandler, Arizona, the son of Demetrius Martin. Definitely a really cool story. How many guys get to play under their dad uh, at the college or high school, high school, college, or professional levels? That's definitely a cool, you know, a cool story there. I talked a little bit earlier about how Oregon kind of has this new prototype for corners, long, fast, lengthy, athletic guys. Cole Martin doesn't exactly fit that. You know, he's a pretty short dude. I think he's probably in the neighborhood of 5'9", 5'10". But so maybe that leads you to ask, why why is Oregon bringing in these, you know, shorter corners? Dude's a freak athlete. That's why. He's explosive. He's super twitchy, crazy athletic. He's a hard hitter. I love his mentality. I got to meet him out in San Antonio. 
during the Adidas All-American Bowl. But flip on the tape, and that dude's impacting the game, whether it's on offense, defense, special teams as a returner. Um, I just really think that he is someone who has a tremendous amount of upside just because of how physically gifted he is and the athleticism that he has, that he brings to the table. So he was he was one of the top guys on that Basha team, which featured names like Demon Williams, a 2024 quarterback who's committed to Ole Miss, Miles Lockhart, an elite 2024 DB that Oregon's going after. I talked to his coach and asked him about Miles, like just to describe him, and he said he's like Cole but a year younger. So Oregon's heavily involved there. They're a finalist for Miles Lockhart, but Cole Martin got there early. He was a little bit banged up, uh, dinged up his shoulder at the end of his senior season um, in the state playoffs. So that was definitely a bummer. But I think that he was he was telling me that he should be good to go for the start of spring ball. So I'm I'm definitely excited to see what he can do once he gets on those practice fields at the Hatfield Dowling Complex. Two more guys that we're talking about on this episode, just kind of talking about the corners for Oregon. We're talking about Solomon Davis, the 2023 Oregon athlete signing out of Charter Oak High School, one of the more storied programs in Southern California, a loaded region. Um, he's going to, the plan right now, I believe, from what I've been told and what I can remember is that it looks like he's going to be uh, finishing up you know, some of his schoolwork so that he can get to enroll early in time for spring ball with the Ducks. Really, really football IQ guy, former Arizona commit, but the Ducks circled back late and they were able to land him. Uh, his coach couldn't find enough good things to, about, to say about him, just saying he's a difference maker. He makes all the guys around him better. Um, you know, super, super intelligent guy, playmaker, um, kind of just a do-it-all guy wherever he's got his team needs him. But he mainly played corner. The plan for him is to play corner at Oregon. So Demetrius Martin tapping into those Southern California connections once again. Um, I think he's probably one of the more under the radar signees in this class. Maybe it was because it was late. Maybe it's because he wasn't the most highly rated guy, but the dude comes from excellence. He has, you know, that championship pedigree uh, and, and just everybody around that school and that program could not find enough good things to say about him. So keep an eye on Solomon Davis as a name to watch in this cornerback room, maybe even as a true freshman. And then the last guy we're going to talk about is Dalen Austin out of Long Beach Poly. I think that he has a very unique situation. He he flipped from LSU to Oregon during the early signing period. Didn't enroll early at Oregon, but I'm and he is just recently got to Eugene. Um, so I think that that's big that he looks like he's going to be starting early in the spring, seeing that he is a track guy. Like that was super important. I remember I was talking to him, you know, extensive coverage of this guy because he's right in my backyard here in Long Beach. And he was saying, you know, now that the season's over, it's really going to be track. And then my recruitment, like I am a track guy, that's really, really important to me. So it says a lot about kind of where his head's at, that he's coming to Oregon early, it looks like, um, and passing on his senior track season. So he's a big time guy and he's got some some connections with uh, this coaching staff. You know, Coach Meat, obviously, uh, Cole Martin and uh, Dalen Austin know each other. They're both SoCal guys originally, even though Martin played his high school ball in Arizona, but Austin's definitely that guy who's, you know, lengthy and fits this system perfectly. That's basically the the way that you kind of have to look at this recruitment. Um, and Rashad Wadud is on this staff. He was at Long Beach Poly and, you know, has a really strong relationship with Dalen Austin has coached him before. So I think that that along with a connection with Lanny and Lanny had talked about in his commitment video. I remember when I was coaching you at a Georgia camp and I was like, I gotta have this guy. 
you know, fast forward a couple years later, and now Lanning and Austin are both at Oregon. So that was a really big, big recruiting win for this staff late in the 2023 cycle. And, and I feel of the defensive backs, I feel probably the most confident or the most intrigued about Dalen Austin playing early. I'm not saying starting, but playing and seeing the field and, and meaningful reps. So Dalen Austin's a guy I'm super, super stoked on. And then you also have Roderick Pleasant, who's not going to be enrolled in time for spring football, but he's another guy kind of like Martin, doesn't necessarily fit that mold of the corners that Dan Lanning has typically had in his defenses, but he is a freak athlete. We know about the world-class speed. Uh, I just saw some pictures the other day of him on a huge billboard in New York City because he was out there just dominating on the uh, on the track circuit. So super excited for him and to see what's in store. That was the the biggest commitment, you know, late in the 2023 cycle on the traditional signing day for the Ducks. So he's not going to be in there in time for spring ball. But talking about all these guys, I hope that you guys are excited about the cornerback room. It's definitely a position that needs a ton of work. I think Oregon will tell you that if you ask anyone there. But they have some guys that are really going to push each other. And this should be one of the best position battles in the spring because they're looking for that success. They're looking for someone who can step in for Christian Gonzalez and say, maybe it's one of these true freshmen. You know, I don't care that I just got here. Um, I'm going to compete and I'm going to take your reps from you and I'm going to make it so you can't, you can't keep me off the field. So that's, that's definitely some exciting stuff. And and I think that this Oregon cornerback room is, is more than capable of taking that step forward in 2023. The spring is where it starts and it's really, really important because Oregon's going to be going against some really solid offenses, some great quarterbacks and receivers in 2023. So that's a, a group that has to be a priority in terms of their overall development in spring ball. So that'll do it for us on this episode of the podcast. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at mtorissports, and make sure you stay tuned into ducksdigest.com for all my latest written work covering Oregon football and Oregon football recruiting. But uh, until next time, Thank you guys so much for listening, for supporting, for taking some time out of your day to talk some Oregon football with me. Greatly appreciate the support. Do me a favor and share the podcast. That's all I ask. Um, Want to keep this thing free for y'all. And uh, thank you so much for taking some time and listening to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.